We said He's called the dogs. He's called the tigers. He's even called the hogs. And we're trying really hard not to hold that against him. He's Mike Grace, and he's here inside the press box. Have headset, will travel, man. That's my motto. Mike Grace inside the Break on Epic Studios. Glad to have you with us for a Wednesday, July 20th edition of the Press Box, episode 388, SEC Media Days 2022, day number three. My co-host today, Brad Law of the Auburn Sports Network. Brad, I'm hoping that we get to talk a little SEC football coming up in our next segment, but I know how big a fan you are of the wrestling world. Yeah. And, uh, and our next guest, Brad Nestler, of course, the voice of the SEC on CBS, but not quite in football mode yet. He's got a bigger gig going on. He's about to, 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 to emcee the roast for wrestling legend Ric Flair. How excited is Brad Nestler about that? Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, good. I don't know how... I don't know how I get myself in these things. You know. I, in fact, when I get done talking to you guys, I have to talk to the guy that uh, is putting the roast together. And uh, I don't know. I guess they have writers and everything. I think my, I'll do my own writing about Rick. You know, um, I've known him for, well, I've known him for four wives. So I mean, I've known him quite a while. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll kind of go from there. But I don't know. It should be. It's going to be different. Wow. I love knowing that, which means when Brad joins us on a Tiger tailgate show in the fall, we will have to refer to him as the jet flying, limousine <laughs> riding, wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing son of a gun. Well, so. you got it. You got it all, man. It's, uh, it'll be a whole weekend of that stuff. You know, I guess Starcade's going on in Nashville, and, and uh, I think it's Summer Slams up there, and uh, Rick's roast is Friday night. Um, there's a lot of stuff going. SummerSlam, I think, is on Saturday night. I don't know. And then uh, Rick's uh, next final match <laughs> yeah. is Sunday. So I'm sticking around until Monday because I got was what I thought was his last last match about uh, 16, 15, 16 years ago against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania in Orlando. And so I thought I wasn't going to have to see him wrestle again. And I told him he's crazy because he's older than I am by quite a few years. And I said, what are you, nuts? But uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I just I have a hard time getting out of bed every morning. So I can't imagine being 73 years old and getting body slammed. next. Time, but we'll see how it goes. Nestler not taking any bumps anytime soon. See, I'm fascinated by this. Brad Nestler finds new ways to fascinate us every time we talk to him. Is is this a like a Brad Nestler Ric Flair friendship, or do you go deeper into the to the professional wrestling world than than this? It's mostly it's mostly a friendship with Rick. I know some of the other guys. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a friend of mine, and. Uh, you know, a few of the other guys I know on a first-name basis, at least, maybe not friends, but as, uh, keeping in touch with guys, it would be Rick would be definitely number one because I've known him for a long, long time. He's uh, he's come to a couple of my charity events uh, back in my hometown, which my hometown is about half of some of those limousines that he was riding in on, in the day, you know. So uh, he, he, when, you, when you come to my hometown, you become family. So uh, we're pretty close, and Wendy and uh, Wendy and my wife Nancy are good friends, and so uh, that goes back a ways. Some of the other guys, though, I get texts from occasionally because they're football fans. Stone Cold Steve Austin texts me at least two or three 
ear when I'm doing a game and, and uh, tells me if I'm doing a good job or not. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'd always been a wrestling fan going back to when I was a little kid. My grandpa got me into it, and it was back in the old AWA days with uh, Vern Gagne. And that's where Rick started, you know, and uh, Vern Gagne and all those guys. So I'd watch the wrestling matches on Saturday night with my grandpa, and uh, that's how I got into it a little bit. See, this is what I love about this show. When we started this, the goal was to kind of take folks behind the scenes for those of us who kind of work in the, in the play-by-play industry and, and do some other things. It reminds me of, of what might be the, the strangest event I've ever hosted. You know, we, we being voices, we all get a chance to, again, MC this event, whatever. I was Mike Mann for a championship uh, wrestling evening in Tupelo, Mississippi, way back in the day. So I do have, I do really? have a little, yeah, oh yeah, I've got a little wrestling, uh, ring, ring wrestling announcer uh, spot on my resume. I'm just curious, Brad, what might be the oddest thing, uh, gig like that, that you found yourself doing in, in, in your broadcast career? Um, long enough or have the high yeah you gotta you weren't talking to this brad i'm sorry it's force of habit I, i'm sorry about other brad yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you're talking to me right yes i am mr nestler yes <laughs> i would say um i'm sitting down in my office right now and i'm just looking around at some of the weird things i've done um probably the ring announcer for uh, Evander Holofield and Dwight Muhammad Kawi uh, for the light heavyweight championship, cruiserweight championship, whatever, at the Omni in Atlanta, only because, and, and that might not have been that I did two of those ring announcing things, and, and one was uh, Tim Witherspoon and somebody like Trevor Burbick or some heavyweight championship fight. And it happened to be Muhammad Ali's 40th birthday uh, weekend. And so Don King... Uh, said to me, you know, I want you to be the ring announcer. And he said, but you have to introduce, you know, Muhammad Ali. And I'm I'm already shaking at that point. I don't even have my tux on yet. And I said, okay. And then right before I brought Muhammad into the ring, uh, Don King said, by the way, it's his 40th birthday party, so you have to lead the crowd here of uh, whatever the Omni held, 16,000 people or whatever, oh. uh, and, singing, and singing happy birthday to the champ. Wow. And I said, you're I said, you're not paying me enough for this, King. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, <laughs> I've got a picture of me singing to Muhammad Ali over here in the corner of my office. So that's probably one of the weirder things I've done. That tops Tupelo, Mississippi. I'll say that. Yeah, that, that definitely tops Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, Don King and Muhammad Ali were not in Tupelo, Mississippi. That No, that they were not. Time, no, no, so. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and King paid me, said, I'll give you X amount of money, and at the time I was like, oh, that, I'll take it. I wasn't even going to argue. And he said, and I'll give you two ringside seats. And, I mean, ringside. We were right by, uh, right by the judges, and so the fight got a little bit nasty, and I actually got a little bit of blood on me, and I said, okay, these are the best seats I've ever had. So uh, they, were, they were definitely ringside, ringside seats. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> that is phenomenal. I love this. <laughs> Brad Nessler is with us inside the press box, uh, the voice of SEC football on CBS, and just so many other things in in, in a terrific career. Um, I want to go back to the professional wrestling motif and transition into SEC football this year. 14 coaches in the SEC in a battle royal. Who are you taking? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. To, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Um, and he got beat twice last year, <laughs> so – uh, by his former assistants. No, I'm, I'm still, uh, even though Kirby's on top of the world right now, um, 
you know, in a battle royal, I'm probably taking Nick and, uh, you know, Kirby and, and Jimbo right there. They would probably be tag teaming on, on Nick to, to try to beat him. That's a really good question. I'm glad you asked me more questions about wrestling than you did about SEC football because I'll be honest, guys, with the transfer portal and everybody scattering every place, uh, I have a lot of work to do once I get done with the roast next weekend to even marginally know what the hell is going on in the league. Um, you know, I was down there yesterday, and, and I've, I've paid as close attention as, as you guys have as well through, you know, off season and spring ball and all that. But, man, you can't even connect the dots until it's really time for your first game and, and you get into your homework and try to at least get to the point where you know uh, at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon or 2.30, depending on where you are, that maybe you know as much as the fan base does just for that three-and-a-half-hour segment. You're never going to know as much as the fans do. Uh, and, and, you know, right now, I'm not a betting guy. If I, if I had to say who do I think is going to win the national championship, it would be Alabama. So i got to take Nick in the, in the battle royal. Again, we're talking with Brad Nestler, the voice of the SEC on CBS. You mentioned the transfer portal. There's name, image, likeness. There's conference realignment. Brad, if you had to pick one of the issues that that is the biggest one in college sports right now, maybe even threatens college sports, would you have an idea of which one of those it is? What's your what would you be most concerned about right now impacting college football? I think maybe the NIL deals, just because uh, I don't I don't think it's exactly what. They kind of planned when they opened up this floodgate. Um, you know, it, the behind-the-scenes things that we've all talked about, about, I don't know, 70 years of college football, about uh, who's paying who and all that, you don't have to worry about it anymore. And it's I don't care if you call them collectives or big spenders or guys that, you know, basically almost run the programs in, in the SEC. It's just, yeah, it's a little bit out of control right now, I think. And I, I, it's not that I don't like kids making money. I think that's awesome for them. Um, but when you kind of look at it, um, I'll give you an example, just the recruitment of Arch Manning. You know, um, I was at Archie and Olivia's house back in May, and I, I, we were talking about Arch, and at that point he hadn't made a decision, you know, where to go and that it was going to end up being um, probably to Texas and Georgia, but Alabama was in the mix and all that. And I said to Olivia, which is Archie's grandmother and Archie's wife, I said, your grandson is going to be a millionaire before he ever takes a snap in college. And she just looked at me and said, Brad, would you like another drink? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, the, I, I think he's making almost as much as Bryce Young right now, and he's still a, a senior in high school. So what it was intended to do, I think, just to help kids, out and, and that they could use their name, Im, image, and likeness. And I, I get it. You know, their names are on the jerseys and stuff that everybody buys. But man, oh man, I don't know where this is going to go. I just hope it doesn't screw up, you know, the other smaller sports along the way because I think uh, as our conferences get bigger and super conferences are close to being that already, you know, I, I don't know travel wise and all that stuff how you can have your wrestling team or whatever going from one end of the country to the other you know it's i think some of the other sports are going to suffer eventually and that's kind of sad brad nestler here inside the press box um i think my last question brad has to do with with your process when when you go into the room with with a head coach in the sec thursday friday as, as you guys get into town and and do your prep for games 
I just don't think you get to the position that you're in by asking the same questions everybody else is asking. So take us inside that room. What kind of questions are, are you asking these coaches in the day or two before the game of theirs that, that you cover? I'll be honest with you. I am very quiet. Gary asked most of the questions. I kind of ask about uh, their families and things like that. And if we get the players in, it's kind of the same thing. I like to know a little about their background. You know, how fast is your 40 time and how far can you throw the ball and, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, what do you think of Georgia's defense? Da, 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 da. So I'm kind of a, I ask oddball questions, and I don't know if I can come up with one right now, but sometimes the coaches look at me and, and or the players and go, okay, that's, that's, that's a weird question. It's, it's kind of the stuff I react to listening to their answers about other things. So, um, and, and, you know, sometimes you can't use any of that, and sometimes it comes up on the air and it just, comes out something about a guy's sister or you know whatever their mother or you know whatever the case might be and it's just kind of i just have it in the back of my mind and all of a sudden it comes out and even gary will look at me and go i don't remember that from the meeting that's because i take the odd stuff out of the meeting and he takes the x's and o's you know so and then uh it, it was in jamie's case she always asked questions and now we got jenny dell as our new sideline reporter because jamie went to nfl network so um I don't say much in our production meetings either, and and our producer Craig Silver always says, you know, how come you come up with all this stuff during the you don't say anything in the meeting? And I said, I don't know because I listen a lot. <laughs> there you <laughs> I, go. Yeah, I listen a lot and I don't ask a lot. You know, <laughs> I just regurgitate something that nobody else remembers. Well, I was checking the schedule. It's September seventeenth, Penn State at Auburn. Is, is that your opener? Have you gotten the schedule yet? Yeah, that is that's our SEC. Well, SEC. Big Ten opener. Um, we're doing one game before that. San Diego State is opening up a new stadium uh, on the first week of the season, um, Labor Day weekend, Saturday. And they got a brand new stadium, and they've got a really good football team. And we have uh, CBS has a relationship with the Mountain West, so it's a Mountain West Pac-12 game. Uh, so I'll do that one, and then I got a week off, and then we'll hit the Penn State Auburn game and. And then we'll be rolling from there. Well, I know Brad Law will be looking Man. for Brad Nestler at Jordan Hare Stadium on the you 17th. Wait a minute, you, yeah, yeah. You talking about a weekend Labor Day weekend in San Diego? Golly, what a tough aspect of the job that. <laughs> yeah, I know. The only thing is, the only thing is, guys, I got to take a red eye got to get out of oh, it. Oh man! You say, why don't you just why don't you just stay another day? That's what everybody always asks me, and I'm like. No, I got to get home, man. I got to get home. Brad, we think the world of you, sir. Thanks so much for taking this, some time with us here in the press box. We wish you the best this season. We'll talk again soon, hopefully. Mike, Brad, thanks for having me, guys. I'll talk to you soon. The best. Uh, he is. I'm sorry, Brad Law. He's my favorite Brad. Brad Nessler yeah, no, is, is tops on my list. Uh, it's just it's the way it is, man. It's my favorite. He's, he's, he's my, my favorite, favorite Brad. Brad, too. Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, quick timeout. We'll put a wrap on this Wednesday edition of the show and set you up for Thursday after this inside the press box. Breakline is more than a brand of sunglasses. They're an Alabama-based company with a vision of providing high-quality Italian-made eyewear to those of you who enjoy life outside the box. Breakline Optics offers dozens of frames to choose from plus military grade Trivex lenses and customer support like no one else including a lifetime warranty and even a loss replacement program find your perfect pair online at BreaklineOptics.com BreaklineOptics.com for Italian made sunglasses built to last you have talent, you have ability as an athlete or coach you're expected to deliver results but for a Christian competitor it isn't just about winning, it's about reaching for a higher level Every time we put on our gear, we're ready to play for God. 
Want your love for sports to represent your love for Christ? Become a part of Team FCA and sign the competitor's creed. Let the competition begin. Let the glory be God's. Call 1-800-289-0909 or visit fca.org. Time now for the bottom, 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 the bottom line. Here we go. This is going to wrap on this Wednesday, July 20th edition of the show, episode number 388. If you missed any of it, we'll have it for you on the website later today, pressboxradio.com, and part of it on the podcast for you as well today. You'll find that wherever you find your favorite podcast. Just search for Pressbox Radio 1. That's Pressbox Radio and the number one. What a day, my friend Brad Law, joined by our friend Brad Nessler, and also Stan White of the Auburn Sports Network. Not a bad, not a bad way to, to spend a Wednesday morning. I'll tell you, it was a really good show, and if you missed any of it, we want you to check it out uh, in the podcast archives and let us know what you think. Interact with us uh, as well on all the social media platforms. You can do that. Uh, we're Pressbox Radio 1 on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And yours truly, Mike Grace Live. That's at Mike Grace Live on all of those platforms as well. And he is AU Brad Law, at AU Brad Law, to find this guy on the uh, Twitterverse and, and elsewhere. Tomorrow, Roger Schultz returns to the the show is the old number 66 joins us. I've got Jeff Dantzler, part of the Georgia Bulldog Sports Network, scheduled to join us. Kirby Smart will be at the podium later today in Atlanta, and we'll recap that with Jeff Dantzler here tomorrow. Recaps of Arkansas, Georgia, Florida, and Kentucky on Thursday's show, plus previews of Auburn, uh, Tennessee, and A&M, and we should hear from head coach Brian Harson live during the program tomorrow, so we'll look forward Did, to that. Uh... Did I ever tell you when I became a, a fan of Brad Nestler? Like when I realized what the the moment it was no, that I said, no. "Hey, this guy, this guy." I was nine. You know, I wasn't even nineteen yet. I was watching an Auburn basketball game against Kentucky okay. in early two thousand. All right, Doc Robinson, Chris Porter, Mamadou Njai, that oh, group. Yeah. Oh yeah, beat Kentucky. It was the first win over Kentucky in like ten years, and Chris Porter got injured and uh, was out of the game for a few minutes. When he got ready to come back in. Nestler's call was, uh, and the place went crazy. Beardy's Coliseum starts going nuts. And he says, what we have here is a porterhouse medium well. Oh, porterhouse medium well. Yeah, like medium well. 19-year-old me went, oh, that's clever. I just love it. And you can kind of hear this when he talked about the great question you asked him about the questions he's asking in preparation. Um, He he just, I mean, he's there. He he calls the game. He stays out of the way. He tells you what you need to know. and, and, And again, allows Gary Danielson as the analyst to shine. Uh, in his moments, but he's just he's just the best at calling the big games in, in my book. And, you know, when CBS loses the SEC deal here in a couple of years, uh, I certainly hope that's not the last we hear of Brad Nestler doing college football. I certainly hope that somehow, some way. Uh, and, again, we've had everybody and their, and their brother moving around lately. Yeah. I mean, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman moved. Everybody else is moving. So why, why not get Brad Nestler over there to keep doing SEC he's, football? He's the only guy that could name drop friendships with Rick Flair, Steve Austin, Don King, Muhammad Ali, and Art. Archie Manning, all, all in the, on the same, same interview. interview. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's 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 our guy, Brad Nessler, uh, again uh, here inside the press box. If you missed it, we'll have it later today on pressboxradio.com. The podcast as well, Pressbox Radio One, wherever you find your favorite podcast, Apple and Google, plus Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, and more. Again, it is the Pressbox Podcast, Pressbox Radio One. Uh, Brad Law, enjoy your, the rest of your Wednesday. Safe travels tomorrow to Auburn uh, to SEC Media Days for Auburn, and uh, we'll uh, recap it with you sometime soon. Okay. You got it. Hope everybody has a fantastic day. That's the plan. Enjoy, guys. We'll see you tomorrow next time here inside the Press Box.